Hello, everyone, and welcome to Flawless, a music podcast. My name is Grant, and I'm joined by my two co-hosts, George. Well, hello there. And Liam. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Now, each episode, one of the guests, or the, sorry, one of the hosts or a guest nominates an album that they think is flawless, and we talk about why they love it and what they love about it. And in the end, we decide if we agree whether it's flawless or not. We have a Facebook group. It's called Flawless Family and Friends. What a lovely alliteration. And we'd love for you to join us and tell us what you think about your favorite albums and your favorite episodes of Flawless. You can find us at facebook.com slashes all the rest of it. They're in the notes. Yeah, links the in the end, notes. That's all good. The yeah, links in I'm the show notes. i have to edit the intro just to... <laughs> links in the show notes. <laughs> that's fine. And we also have a Patreon, guys. You can back us from as little as a dollar a month. And no matter how much you back us for, you will get access to our special bonus eps. You can find us at patreon.com forward slash flawless AMP. Now, as I'm doing the introduction, this, of course, means that either our broader guest going to add some value or and that's not the case or i get to nominate what i propose is a flawless album and today i am nominating the second album of a group called offspring the album is ignition Mic drop. Mic drop. Yeah, there you did. Yes, I did. 37 minutes and 23 seconds mm-hmm. of punk. Pure punk. 12, Pure punk. Pure skate 37 punk. minutes, 12 tracks. Done. 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 In and out. In and out. No Longest. messing around, no fussing around. <laughs> no, this is, um, of course, uh, the precursor to, I would suggest, what was their massive breakout album, um, Smash, Smash. Yep. forgive me, which mm-hmm. came out two years later. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I absolutely love it. And this was a real journey of discovery to get this back in the mid-90s, whereby um, we worked in CDs and none of this. Oh, I'll just look back at a back catalogue on my Spotify or Apple account. So... <laughs> Um, let's so start how, with George. Well, no, did you, start with you, Grant. How, how did you, did you if, find, if it was a journey, tell I us about your journey. It. So it would have been late 1994, I believe, on the back of Smash. And um, as a young man in Africa, um, was very intrigued by what could possibly have come before Smash and how did these guys, um, whilst that was a, an awesome album, what what yeah, what was before? Mm-hmm. Um and from memory, and that's now we're talking a long, long time ago. There was uh, I had a surfing magazine, and I stand to be corrected. There was Pennywise and Henry Rollins band, and Offspring, and mm-hmm. it was Ignition. And I was like, I well, want "What that. is this? I want that CD. Yeah, what right. is this? That's a good CD. Ignition. Yeah, exactly. And all the all these guys that are going mainstream is you know getting that um, smash up. But no, 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 no. That's not the way I want to play it. I want to know. I want the one that was before that because You're such no a doubt. Good. Well, I thought I was back then. <laughs> so um, I don't know how a gentleman uh, by the name of Scott Gilbert and I sourced the CDs, but we bought two CDs, and I think that someone was going over to the to America, literally, and we we're like, "Oh, can you find it?" Or we ordered it. I don't even think we could have ordered it online. So somehow mm. we got these two CDs, and so we're at um, we're at boarding school. We are. 16 17 years old and um heard nothing this is you know no sound nothing we're just buying the album just done put that in and of and the opening track starts and are we pg on this it, no go can we do it together yeah yeah we can so from, let's lean back from the mic for so, us so let's lean back from so so the opening track 16 years old we've been waiting months for this and it starts with Ah, fuck, 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 fuck. And then the drums start. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and George said the best time ever. I needed that. Um, 
Yeah, well, look, I was... Um, sorry, Mom, if you listen. <laughs> um, and I think further to the, the drive to get this, I, I did try and research it, but I, was, I would place money on it. That session was actually on a surf movie or surf clip um, at the time. And I was like, wow, that, that's a great track as well. Um, I didn't manage to locate it um, in my research online. Uh, and you know exactly what you're in for. Um, yeah, and so it goes. So, so yes. you you bought ignition having heard smash or I think just so. Smash? Okay, Je- I, you I must think have I, heard self esteem and gone. I'm going to buy ignition or um, whatever. No, I think I think first was come out and play. Yeah. Um, but if I can talk about um, smash first, I do recall um, when my friend bought it, and that was at the end of '94. Um, I bought the Sisters of Mercy, a slight case of overbombing, which is their best of, and maybe we'll talk about um, one of those albums um, or one of their proper albums before. And he bought Smash, and um, he listened to it, and he was staying at, a, at our we were holiday home at a place called Claremont, and he lived across the river, and the river broke through at like nine ten o'clock at night, and he walked from our house and was walking along. His name is Ross Clayton. Ross, I hope you're listening to this one. Um, so he's walking along the beach, literally on his own, middle of the night, and fell into this river that had broken through that was going out to sea <laughs> with his disc, you know. So he's wallowing around. It was only knee deep water, so he, wasn't, he didn't get into, you know, didn't get washed out or anything. But he gets home, you know, the next night, and this all the all the waters, you know, gone through and salt water through the um, through the cover and all the rest of it. And so I'm almost positive that it was beginning of '95 that, having heard it over the December January period, I was like. No, these oaks, and I've seen them in the magazine then. Offspring, earlier album, let's mm-hmm. get this. And that's how it happened. I only ask because you and everybody else, because Ignition was cert- so it came out in 92. Yes. It was certified gold on January 22nd, 1996, two years after Smash came out. So you and the rest of the world, so the Ignition came out. And they were trying. They were touring. They were basically doing loops of Southern California. Yeah. They couldn't get any traction mm-hmm. outside of Southern California, even with Ignition. Just doing loops and loops and loops, just tearing, tearing, tearing like crazy, as you know, lots of great bands have done their time. Yeah. And then um, self esteem and keep them separated come out. Yeah. Come, and now, play. come on, come on, play. play. Come Sorry. Play. Sorry. Yeah, like, what, I knew there was a come in there. That's right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. now you're worldwide smashes, and everyone else went, This is awesome, but these guys, this isn't a debut. There's, these guys yeah. got two more albums. Let's go back and find all their other stuff. Yep. So, yeah. Isn't it weird, eh? Kudos to, yeah, like two years after their breakthrough. Two years, like, yeah, I wrote that down. Certified gold in January 22nd, 1996, mm-hmm. two years later. Nice. And so a few more people did what I did yep. um, back then. Um, and it was the, it was what ranked second in Guitar World Magazine's uh, top 10 of 2000. No, so no, it came out in 2000. Yeah, best albums of 1992. Of 1992, yeah. yeah. And number one was Alice in Chains Dirt. Because mm. I saw that, and there was one yeah. reference I saw to that where it was like it was ranked number two in their best albums. Yeah, and I was like, of of all time, that's, I know. I that's, thought that's a lot. I that's saw that. Really it's a pretty, big call. That's a like, big call. Like, I'm not, it's good, but is it really? <laughs> and then I saw another. I was like, best album. Oh, okay, of ninety two, that makes yeah. much more and sense. It did make much more sense <laughs> for sure. Um, so yes, did not chart originally, and then again, over a million copies sold now, um, and no videos. No. Um, kick him when he's down was yeah. sent to the radios on the I assume like just a disc and that was, and that was six that. inch and that was it and they just kept working and everything else was just touring and selling t-shirts and selling yeah. six inches at the at shows and he sounds dejected yeah. in quite a lot of the tracks <laughs> yeah. to be fair as well in it's just like come put out a record and we're slugging the guts out and he's just like pretty dejected in most of the tracks and you're mm-hmm. like and, but he carries that theme on even when they become big but on behalf of the underdogs yeah Mm -hmm. like dexter like writes lyrics on behalf of underdogs like and has continued to do that Mm -hmm. which is like at first it was like my life kind of sucked and then it was like oh shit my life is good now but other people's life sucks and i remember what it like what it's like to have a life that sucks yeah exactly and i can use my platform now to say your life sucks i'm sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah cool so i've never seen them and i had tickets oh i had tickets i had tickets what Last year, and the concert was cancelled. Oh, no. no, I swear to goodness. Because <laughs> oh. it didn't get. So I, in fact, I still have tickets. 
They haven't been cancelled. So, so okay. one day... One day um, when they come out. Yeah, Dexter Noodles, that I'll... Um, <laughs> Ron and Greg, I'll see you guys live because I don't believe they've been refunded. And certainly, um, yeah, they were supposed to tour last year. And I, um, I don't think Ron and Greg are still in the band. Oh, they're not gone. Drum, drum, Ron on drums, I'm sure, is not. Greg yeah, he may not be. Oh, okay. I think Greg might have even only left like relatively in the last few years. But yeah. Well, you'll not- see you'll see Dexter and Noodle. That's that's, that's fine. That's the, Their last album was okay. twenty twelve. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Look. And and I think certainly I, I didn't um you know, I didn't really follow it. I post Smash, there was Americana and um what is it? Snail on the Hombre. And um, you know, I I think pretty fly for a white guy was probably I thought like you've gone to you sort of I appreciate, you know, a bit of fun playing music, but this is not you know, how do you get from of ignition to yeah. pretty fly. Mm. But it's pretty one of those fly things. is an outlier. Sure. Yeah. In their yes. back catalogue. It's a weird one. Yeah. Because Americana is an excellent album. Mm-hmm. But Pretty Fly is an outlier, which is why I can never have nominated that as a flawless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because no one could enjoy Pretty Fly for a white guy genuinely. <laughs> so it was so it was an outlier until on Conspiracy of One where they had serial prankster. Oh which was shit. basically I like the that shitty version of Pretty fly. Pretty fly for a guys. Yeah, but but yeah, it was an outlier in terms of like they normally make quite quote unquote serious punky songs yeah. with serious themes and that yeah. was sort of it was one of it's one of those things and it happens. It happened to Powderfinger for my money as well, is that they get their breakthrough song that makes them even bigger famous is like their worst song. Yeah. But it just they they hit they hit on something and then a record label grabs it and they turn it into a phenomenon and it just you just know, you, if if I mean for them it's like, oh okay, if if this song blowing up means people will come and listen to us play our serious songs and our punky songs as well. Then what the fuck? Yeah. Why not? Correct. Fair enough. So, um, Liam. Yes. Have you seen them live? I haven't come seen them. I haven't seen them live. Haven't. Um, Interesting. Have you heard this album before? I hadn't heard this album before. So, okay. yeah. I knew Smash. I knew um, Come Out and Play and yes. Self Esteem. I like every party. And I didn't go to a lot of parties in high school <laughs> because I was getting bullied and no one invited me to parties. But the ones I did get invited oh, to. Oh, fuck. What a declaration. That was like 20 years ago. It's fine. Whatever I did get invited to, inevitably, this album, a Smash or just those two songs would yes. make an appearance. So, of course, Had I knew to. who they were. Yeah. And then, yeah, knew when um, Pretty Fly for a White Guy blew up. That was right when I was coming into my Triple J time. Yes. A friend of mine who I, um, still a friend of mine who I worked with at the time was really big into them. So he would lend me like Ixnay on the Hombre and Americana and we'd, you know, trade tracks and listen to them a bit like that. But then, yeah, I've never really, so it's not that I haven't been able to see them live. It's not that, that it's not something that I've really sought out. I haven't been that excited about to, okay. to go and try and see them. Sure. <laughs> and yourself, George? Have I seen them live or yes. heard the album? Let's go. With, let's go with both, but start with "Have You Seen Them Live?" Uh, at least twice. Oh, right. so first time was at Brixton Academy in London on January fifteenth, ninety nine, on the Americana <laughs> tour. So um, they play and they finished, I believe, on self esteem. So nice. I was so happy. Yeah, uh, yeah, of so course. that was awesome. And then that same year, like um, six months later, they played Reading Festival in nineteen ninety nine. And in an episode that maybe aired before or after this, I also saw another band um, uh, at that festival. <laughs> um, that uh, yeah, who well, play, very who play, eloquently put. They played in a tiny tent, whereas Offspring were already really big. Were playing mm-hmm. in the main like main yeah. stage. Um, so yes, yeah, so I've definitely seen them then. And then I think I've seen them, but I've caught them at like other festivals, but. Where, but they've always been on the big stage. I've never been down the front like since that, like night nine. I was right up down the front because yeah. like, I was all mm-hmm. over that shit. So yeah. Um, but after that, I was in the background going, appreciating it from afar, like an older person. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, when I'm like twenty one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I've so but I've not bought tickets to see them at a gig since ninety nine. So I've wow. not not seen them in a venue mm-hmm. since then. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, have I heard the album before? Well, let me tell you. Oh, please be. T- <laughs> I want to be told. Let <laughs> me tell you that um, Ixnay on the Hombre came out when I was twelve, and me and my friend Danny Manning, if you're listening, um, <laughs> were very into that album because it had gone away a meaning of life, and so we were like let's go back one and let's get smash and then i was like 
come out and play was fun, but then it was self-esteem, nitro, and I was like, I'm all over this. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Sure. And then it was like, oh, Americana's coming out in 98. So what we did was we went, and by this point, um, their first album, The Offspring, subtitled, and then second album, Ignition, that we're talking about, mm. were like in the... Um, seven pounds section yeah they'd have been there yeah they're in the dreg section of the mm-hmm. cd store because by the, <laughs> by the point well, by the point americana came out like we're talking it's six years since ignition had come out um so in yeah. preparation of americana coming out we made sure that we had all of the previous albums and we had a listen party of their back catalog <laughs> in order and then played americana at the very end, like after we did it. Prep work. So we, d- yeah, so we yes. had a whole day of it where we just sat around drinking. Just like, how old was I? 13 when Americana came out. So I was, we were all drinking shit beer. <laughs> um, and we listened to and spent the day listening to The Offspring, Ignition, Smash, Ixnay. Then that's when we were allowed to put Americana on mm-hmm. and listen to that we bought it that morning and put it on nice. so um, wow. yeah so we had like a whole what a tale party. yeah it was really cool that's so really cool thank you danny manning um so <laughs> i still go to uh, zoom nightclubs for people back in the uk who are still under lockdown for covid and they play the kids aren't all right from nice. americana mm-hmm. like, all the mm-hmm. time yeah. which is also good or they play self-esteem which is like one of my favorite songs like ever so sure. um yeah which is good so i've heard the album and i've seen them live and i know of the offspring and do you <laughs> do you know how noodles got his name no from noodling on the guitar oh, just, simple as that yeah literally Is it playing? he used to just piddle around and they were like you're noodling so he got noodles yeah oh. there you go so uh, and do you know dexter's real name no. It's not Dexter. It's know. Brian. Oh, no. He's called Brian Holland, but he changed his name to Dexter to be in the offspring, which I think was a pretty good move. Yeah, I think you could still be Brian. Like, if like if you're... Like, punk's supposed to be, you can be whoever you want to yeah. be. You could just be... You could... I know, but you'd never want to be a Brian. <laughs> Sorry, Brian. <laughs> Sorry, listeners called Brian, but, like, if you could be a Dexter no. or a Brian, you'd go for Brian. But it's like in Everclear. Would you be Arthur or Alexis, or would you be Art Alexis? You go for Art. Sounds cool. Sounds very manufactured to me. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I think so. Grant, you got the album. Yes. Put it on. Did it blow you away right from the start? Straight. Straight. Done. You were just like, yep, I'm just all in done. on this. And, um, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, what an opening track. And mm-hmm. um, it's the intentions are clear. And I don't think they really change throughout the, the yep. themes, you mm-hmm. know. Um, Do you know who wrote Session? There was, oh, I didn't write them down. <laughs> All written by Dexter, unless otherwise stated. And I did see that and I neglected to write that one. So this one was co-written by yes. Dexter, Jill Eckhouse, and Christine Luna. So Christine Luna was his wife at the time. Yeah. And Jill Eckhouse has precisely two writing credits on Discogs, this song and Come Out and Play. Wow. And there is literally no other record online that I can find of who Jill Eckhouse is, but she co-wrote this <laughs> song and Come Out and Play with them. Well, that was a pretty good, good one. Work, so good written. work, Jill. Yeah. Whoever you are. Thank you, Jill. You are Whoever there. and wherever <laughs> you are. Thank you, because you gave a lot. Um, so, yeah, it t- took me straight away. Um, and it's... I say some some pretty heavy themes throughout that um, um, whilst they might have a real punk um, you know drums to them and and riffs etc stuff like LAPD which um, mm-hmm. was was on the back of um, police brutality mm-hmm. um, in in the ni- nineteen ninety one I think so this was released yep. in ninety two I think it was mm-hmm. um, nineteen ninety one you almost go like twenty odd thirty years later what's What's changed? Yeah, yeah, it was um, still there. Um, what was the journalist's name? Larry. Um, come on, Rodney King. Rodney King. I want to say Larry. Larry no. King. Yeah, Rodney. Yeah, Rodney King. And that. So, yeah. And that. I mean, that was that was. Uh, you know, obviously, all for those listeners that are too young. Mm-hmm. Um, in essence, uh, a, a cops you know laid into a guy, and it was all caught in film. And uh, I think in the end they got off as well. Yeah, which so is that, so the LA, the LA riots were it was all filmed. Wasn't yeah, and then they all went to court, and the cops said no, it was self defence. So there was four of them standing around him, laying beating him with, him with nightsticks a stick while he was lying yeah. on the ground, yeah. 
And then the cops go, oh, it was self-defense. And the jury goes, yep, that sounds good. And LA explodes into riots because, of course, that is no good. Absolutely and that's horrendous. why they have the lyrics. Yes. And even the words police brutality is just social pollution. Which is like a really like powerful statement. Yeah. Like, um, and something that you wouldn't do now is he uses the N word. He does. Which you wouldn't do now, but at mm. the time was relevant and people did. And he was using it in uh, his, his heart was used. And his, then he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's not a, like he's he's very playing them in the moment that he says it out loud. Like it's definitely it's the intent is very very clear. He's using his platform to say mm. this shouldn't be happening yeah. and to this group of people. Um, but it was just like, but it's of its time, so you, I can't I can't mark him down for that. Because I, I even and they like, beat all the white trash as well. Yes, because that yeah, was the exactly. first time I'd heard that. And I looked at it. And I was like, "Oh my god!" They said that. I was like, "How have I never? How has that not been a bigger thing? How have they not been cancelled?" Yeah. And so I looked. So I googled. I was like, "Oh, I'm going to Google and find offspring controversy." You know, dug up all it. It's like no one has. Yeah. People have just accepted it. Yep. He was playing the role in the song. He was doing the bit in the song. It doesn't really seem like anyone's that. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously there are more important fights to fight around that word, let alone the whole issue altogether. Correct. And it's yeah. But LAPD is such a good song. It is. Yeah, like, it's crazy. drum me build up for like the first 30 seconds and then it's just like rock, rock riff mm-hmm. just comes straight yeah. in and hits you. It's awesome. And he start, and he shouts. This is the first time he's really, um, or the only time he's very quick in his vocals. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. usually a lot more, um, he's slower, drawn out and this, that and the other and he's he's got something to say. Um, but here, that he's got so much to say and he's trying to in, fit it in. In 2.45. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bloody so, hell. Um, and he powers through um, in a way that um, New Metal ended up doing 10 years later, you know, but he powers through in this really aggressive, powerful way. But you know that it's come from his genuine feelings. Oh. Like, he had so much to say that he was like, shit, I'm going to double down on how I, no, how he I does. get this out. Yeah. Well, law, law and order doesn't really matter when you're the one being bruised and battered. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's like, just rips through it. Yeah. All the, through, through the whole song. So, Absolutely. Um, it's got a heart on but it. Yeah. That's, oh, like. that's one yeah. of my rules. That idea that you mentioned of like it being timeless. Like, guess what? They didn't fix Fuck. it. No, Rodney it's not King didn't fix it. Punk music didn't fix it. Like it's if no. anything worse or at least as bad today as it is, as it was back then. You almost it could almost be a case, and we're not politicians here, but that it, it's it's we're just more exposed to it now. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, there wasn't the cameras to to yeah. record. The yeah, things well, that, that, all the shit that was going even on. Even with the then. cameras now, it's not, and now it's still it's not, not helping. Yeah, yeah, it still does. And it ha- what's what's actually changed in thirty? That, that was the thing. Is like yes. it, in the past, it was always like even before the Rodney King thing was was always like, well, the cops said it was self defense, so it must yeah. have been because no one saw it. No yeah, one didn't. and there you go. And now it's like, well, now we've got footage. Like, well, the footage doesn't help because the cop, if the cop says it's something and that's the it. jury just says, yep, that's fine. Yeah. And now we've got videos on the cops doing the thing as they do it and it still doesn't help like it's just like i don't know i don't know what it takes yeah correct what does it take and Uh, so yeah so bring it up in 92 and now we're talking about it yeah (laughs) in the 2000 like where are we 2021 20 years later 2021 man 30 odd years later what's yeah years later yeah my math went all weird 30 30 years 32 years later and we still Mm. Um, or how much ha- the question is how much have we progressed if at yeah. all yeah. or have we regressed and mm. wow we got deep on an album that's, we did that's um, yeah. just like <laughs> boom down into great. LAPD we, we um, followed Dexter ca- down into that hole yeah um, any any tracks from your side um, Liam that, that stood up for you um, I love Dirty Magic yeah so it's good intro hey bit of yeah that intro like just, sound. yeah a bit more variety in the yeah. instrumentation so it's like almost new wavy style music I with, yeah so cool just because the <laughs> first the first five songs are quite straightforward like it's just the, yeah. really that one style that fast style whereas this is this one they, they just take that foot off the accelerator a little bit it's, play around with yeah. the style but then yeah so the sort singing about um <laughs> all the songs are so personal for him which yeah. I really like yeah so it's about it feels like it's like it's about drugs and it's about razor blades yeah. and self-harm and that sort of stuff and yeah. that's there's a lot of songs on the album that are like that as well which are really like it's just yeah and then it but so it's the new wavy bit but then it it still punches into that hard fast riffy stuff on the chorus mm. and then pulls back to the new wavy bit and mm-hmm. like there's just that oscillation between works really well so yeah I really like Dirty Magic that's a good one mm. yeah for sure and yourself um, George? 
Oh, well, I've got a few hearts. Oh, talk to me about some hearts, please. Talk about some hearts. Tell um, me. We are one. Yeah. Longest trek, is it? Four Longest minutes. Song, yeah, which is after session, which is yeah. the shortest mm-hmm. song. Which is just about the shortest, yeah. Uh, it's so the shortest. I just wrote drums, wailing guitar, leading yeah. intro of 30 seconds and then full pelt. It's sing-along at clubs. This is a sing-along song mm-hmm. at clubs, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had some, we are one, we are three. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, um, so that many, many times. So, But in this one, um, it's not just like first chorus, first chorus, first chorus, bridge, first chorus, like, you know, the end. Um, it's like first chorus. I'm going to have a break now. Like, it's just going to be the instruments for a while. Yeah. And it's like, oh, cool. Okay, I'm gonna listen to the bit of variety. Yeah, and then it, and then he comes back in with the vocals, mm. like um, I, which I really like. And there's just this solo, but it's like simple. It's not a yeah wanky wanky so, like no. solo. Which it, most of them are like it's because it's so fast. Like it's almost like if it's a big wanky solo, you need everything to stop and slow down so I can show off what I'm doing. <laughs> but, but this time yeah. it's just no, we've got no. no time for that. Do it. Do whatever you're whatever you're gonna do. You've got like ten seconds, noodles. Oh, hit it. Yep, few notes over yeah. all of the mayhem. So uh, yeah, but it's just a really like nice. Uh, like I really enjoy that song, and I really enjoy the way he sings. And bigger they come, harder they fall. Yeah, that's so. super cool. Like just, I love that little like introducing then, one yeah. vocal line just for the outro of a song. Like yeah. there's a few songs that you know various artists do it. It's like yeah. you go verse, chorus. You know, you construct the song, and then you bring in the phrase that. You could have lent on that phrase all the way through the song. It could have just been repeated in a mandrel way through. But you're like, no, this is the point where you do fist pump and sing along. It's like, bigger they come, harder they fall. And yeah, they're yeah. really cool. And it fades out. Like a lot of punk songs just go, mm. dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And it's like, finish next. Um, but I, there's actually a fade out as he's singing, like, bigger they come, harder they fall, which is um, welcomed, actually, because mm. then it moves us into kick him when he's down <laughs> where you've got that difficult to misinterpret bump. those lyrics yeah right he is dejected this whole album is him being mm. dejected he wants more for himself and but more importantly he wants more for the people around him mm. so if you think about like hypodermic that's all about him being so upset at other people like using drugs to get away from things no hero Jeez. And no hero, yeah, like people that Heavy. turn to self harm and like trigger warning, suicidal thing, etc. Mm. Like people that do that, that he, he's so upset that he wasn't able to stop these things from happening. Mm. He just wants a happier life for himself and others, mm. and that's his theme. Like going on until Pretty Fly, he I think that yeah. was his theme <laughs> most of the songs. We're hanging a lot but, in that show. Yeah, so yeah. On, on like no hero, he's. Angry at his friend for doing it. Yeah. He's angry at himself for not helping his friend. Yeah. He's angry at people for thinking that he should have done something mm-hmm. to help. Oh, Henry. And then he's angry at himself for being angry at his friend. So you you start leveling it up and you start layering it up and eventually you're just caught in this thing of like, it doesn't matter what, like, oh, mentally I'm okay with this part. It doesn't matter because there's still four other things that are making me angry. Yeah. And I'm angry about being angry. So it's all just, yeah. And he has these lyrics because it's in the past tense. him going well this has happened but i have to put on a brave face now yeah and but he he is emotional this guy is empathetic yeah to the nth degree this is i know i can hear her i'm just trying to survive myself right fuck yeah it's hardcore so um i also, really enjoy um, all in three minutes twenty-two. Sorry, yeah, mind yeah. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all, Whoa. and it's fast, and it's just oh. riffs, and it's yeah. So, because that, because the theme of that of like he has to just be, you know, he has to just get like himself. He, yeah, ties into take it like a man. Literally gonna go there. Yeah, <sighs> which is just yeah. which toxic is just, masculinity. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So this, there's a lot of stuff through here that talks about men's mental health and toxic masculinity, but like thirty, 30 years, years ago. ago 
where they didn't have the language that we, where we can go now, oh, it's about toxic it's masculinity. This, and if, yeah. if he was thinking this stuff now, he'd be saying that, you know, yeah. this is toxic masculinity. I'm a man. I'm expected to do this. Whereas ne- like you just didn't have the language, but you listen to it. And it's like, no. it's the same stuff that we're going through now that men go through now is like the, the expectations of society to be a certain way and perform a Correct. certain role. Mm-hmm. And like, I, he also talks about like being on like, the edge like not in the mainstream because you get beaten down for not being in the mainstream yeah. so um he thinks that everyone knows you've got to fit into the mainstream to save your woes as if it's like your fault mm-hmm. you know like it's your fault for being different it's your fault for not fitting into this toxic kind of culture and that's why you're going to get beaten down yeah and that's just fit the- in or mm-hmm. and yeah to bring that in in under three minutes um, to take it away, I think he just, I think he gave a lot of power to a lot of young, mm. a, a lot of young men listening to this album, like would have gone, yeah, that's true. This is that, that it is that kind of way it is. But um, like, I'm not, I'm not going to change who I am. I'm going to keep being that kind of guy because he's like this emotional guy or he's on the like fringes of society and all that Mm. kind of stuff. And he's still like power through, but it's going to be hard. Yeah. So if you sit down and you do a deep dive on it, you'll find a lot of themes. If you're listening carefully, you'll connect to stuff like young men like him, you'll connect to it. But if you're at a skate park and you just want to put something cool on the stereo that rocks and you can just go up and down to it, you can do that as well. Like it's just two completely different roles. Like, you, you don't have to pay attention to it and get involved into it. You can just put it on in the background as fast rock and be skating or be doing whatever to it. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a balance that is... And isn't it interesting that he wrote these lyrics and then, you know, they get so huge through Smash and the same clowns that would have given them shit that would now be buying their albums mm-hmm. and, and yeah. like singing along to self-esteem mm. and um, and keep them separated, etc. And yeah... But so it's like lovely. self-esteem is a, is a similar style song like yeah. that like thinking about you know self-deprecating and self-anger and mm. angst well, and then it's like the same session it's basically yeah. the same yeah it's basically no. very same like yeah I was like when I was like didn't he already do a song about this oh you know that's next that's yeah song. this is before then yeah, yeah that's right <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I, I, in fact I think in our um, in our shared drive of albums I think I put um, Smash in is the one that I was gonna I would have nominated, mm. and I spent a long time going. Oh, well, <laughs> I think I've got to go with with um, with ignition. So you know, I did say to myself when you nominated this, I was just like, why the fuck didn't you nominate Smash? Mm, <laughs> I was yeah. like, why? I don't know you? if it, I don't think this is good. But no, but I know what you mean. But like when I was actually deep diving into this album, I was just like, oh, I get it. I listened <laughs> to both actually in in yeah. prep, and I yeah. was like, you know, I like. There's some songs that just are on, not on it, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um and the hits are bigger, sure. I mean, of course. Yeah. But um. Yeah. But I did listen when um. So we had this album, and then I was just like, okay, I'm gonna go and listen back to all my favorite albums of theirs, and then I'm gonna listen to it again and do my research, and then I'm gonna listen back, and so I ended up listening to like four of their records, like <laughs> their first, first four records, like in a row, and then going back back to it again so but, i was going to ask grant earlier yes. have you stuck with them buying all the albums as they go through no i um again this was probably this is when i still had, had cash at school yeah um so i would have got i would have borrowed probably smash got bought ignition and just heard the radio ones as okay. and when they came and yeah. if it was on so someone's room at university yeah no um yeah so i so, think i had copies of everything up until up Including Americana. And yeah, I think I my brother. Just, in fact, that's what, my brother bought one or two posts. Okay. I think, I think yeah. my brother got extended the Was that the next one? Yeah. Um, After yeah. Smash. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think my brother got that one. Yeah. But so I didn't all, need to. Get I the used next to go one. to rock clubs, and so I, all the hits from all the albums were on the rock clubs. So yeah. um, I I danced sweatily to quite a lot of these songs, <laughs> and, and I still am. So yeah. There you go. It's all good fun. Any any other ones, um, George or. Liam, you want to talk specifically to? I'm very keen to get to try and nail this at, at the same length of the album as a review. I think you might miss that because that's four minutes time. Oh, yeah, I and it's, and I it's like, fine. I like to get it right. Bit of a catcher in the rye reference came out of nowhere. I was not expecting that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, <laughs> a literary reference. Yeah. My my, this punk music is very <laughs> scholarly all punk. of a sudden. Yeah, what is comparing yourself punk? to Holden Caulfield. Yeah. <laughs> I know because I like the lyrics.
they're, look they're at the buddies. delivery like this. Did you write the lyric? Exactly. Yeah. The same. With yeah. the foot up. Yeah. Mind you. Yeah. I've on the on up. the stage. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm in a stance. I'm in Thank a stance. You. And then when they're when they're chanting "No Way Out" at the end, so you you've got the literary reference, and then you can just have a nice big mosh and a fist pump screaming "No Way Out." Which is like a very sort of quite yeah. traditional punk phase, and you know, and yeah, I'm so a paro. The, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes, you are. So the bass on that one. I'm oh, sorry, uh, that was burning up. Mr. Greg. Sorry. Yeah. Mr. Greg K. Uh, the bass on that one running all over the fucking fretboard yeah. on that. <laughs> on get it right, and I am on board with that because I love a sexy bass, but I also love somebody who does complex and interesting stuff. Yeah, you stuff. like the bass. I do you like do the bass because like well, I'm. I'm Bass Unapologetic. Is of, it's one of my instruments, so I have to like listen to it. But like, uh, but at the same time, at the beginning of the track of "Get It Right," um, there's that big guitar strum, but then yeah, there's a pick slide. Oh, nice pick slide, <laughs> sexy pick slide. And you're like, and you know that they do that live, and it's just going to be sexy oh, and awesome. Please, and can you like, guys tour this year? Uh, yeah, it's four chord power punk, right? Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing, and yeah. they they. It's not like they have a box, but it's kind of like they, they're like, this is what we sound like, but um, these are our songs and we have a message, mm. but we're also pretty fucking competent. Yeah, very mm. competent musicians. Yeah. yeah. This is what we do. So like we, we do four chord power punk, not three chord power punk for a star. Um, and we try to play self-esteem ever? Uh, no. I think I tried many years ago <laughs> I've looked at when it I was good. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, so that's really nice. So I really like it when there's that kind of, when they have like running bass and really interesting guitar parts. So yes, but um, I'm sorry that we're going to out I'm absolutely fine with thing. it. I'm glad um, that we've, uh, I didn't declare it up front, so it doesn't matter. So I the last two tracks, mm-hmm. which are... Nothing, nothing from, from some, something. Nothing from something. Yeah, which is just <laughs> immediately you're like, oh, huh? honey, you want a hug? Because <laughs> <laughs> um, and he says, yeah, because um, no matter what I say, I'm in another fight. Like mm-hmm. it's like he can't win. This dude, yeah. his dude is failing at everything. Like, like it's got rock and roll intro, then jumps in, but the vocal melody is actually really nice. It's not just like shout, shout, shout. There's like, he shouts in a melody. So it's something interesting to listen to. And again, has those long instrumental parts in between the chorus and verses, which Mm -hmm. is really cool. Um, And the guitar then at this point does fret runs as well. It's just like doing some fun stuff. But then it has a quiet breakdown into mm. the guitar solo for noodles <laughs> and this one's Noodling. more of an actual guitar solo than the paired back one from earlier um this is a bit more stuff going on and yeah it's just a good song we think i think we talked about it in the pearl jam album with these ideas of these guys who came who in their early teens listened to cock rock in the 80s and i reckon noodles another one of them like his like he's like he's he's transformed it into the punk one. Yes, but he's still yeah. you. You feel like right, I'm going to stand up and I'm going to do my big wailing. I wish there was big pyro and stuff going off behind me. <laughs> Kiss but, al- but also my band style is really fast, and so that was one where he was able to squeeze in like a bit more traditional guitar solo. Mm. But even when he does it, it's like yeah, I f- I feel like he would have grown up in that same sort of time coming through. With, Absolutely. Who did we talk about with the Pearl Jam album? Um, I have no memory okay. of anything. So everyone I'm sure is at the moment yelling at us on the on the thing. But yeah. the big guitar dude in Pearl Jam. Oh, who? <laughs> Stone Gossard. That's who. Yes, that's oh. who we were talking about. Oh, Sorry, that's, that's who I was talking about. Jeez, oh, Stone. Like, I thought you meant, you meant that was influenced. That, that no, no, Pearl no, Jam no. So, influenced. No, no. no so Stone coming, and Jeff coming through in that. Jeff and Stone Gossard. Yeah, Stone's yeah. the lead. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, I love Forever in a Day. Just timeless. Just yeah. another oh, general yes. protest song. That's what I like. Really fun. cool. Yeah, protest song. It's true. Yeah. And, but Activists. He, yeah. he talks about not wanting misinformation. Yeah. Like I'm sitting here the day after Facebook banned after all news websites in Australia. And I'm yeah. like, holy shit, these guys 30 years ago were like, I don't, if, you, if what you're saying isn't true, I don't want to hear it. It's Absolutely. So cool. And it's got that awesome lyric in it too. Yeah, <laughs> and how many times have we wanted to say yeah. someone to that, some say that to someone on fe- on and Facebook I, and Twitter? Yeah, exactly. And I wish I had the internet properly when I was listening to this, yeah. like back in the day, and I could have written that down and go, um, "I'm sorry, but uh, yeah. 
I'm trying to have an open mind, but your brain and mouth are just not connected. <laughs> that's going to be my new thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's also got like that nice simple fade out, but it's that final song um, about him just not knowing life, no, mm, not knowing yeah. a person, not knowing himself. Yeah. It's like, we've not got this like ending where he's saying, oh, I've reconciled everything no, now no. it's like now nah, it's just the same the theme is still there still but there. we're punk as fuck by the way yeah <laughs> so yeah so it's a really good i think that's a really good closing song and it's only two minutes 37 but every mm. band member is bringing it and there's mm. power drumming and get guitar and bass is that combo. the one that fades out but also stops one of their songs on this album and it may not be the last one has a fade out but then if you listen to the fade out, they just stop playing their instruments anyway. So it's like it's, <laughs> it's like you've you've got you've done both of the end you've done both endings. It's like a fade no. out ending and a wheel stopped ending. I think song. I've got my Spotify set to do a three second overlap. Right. So, so I would have missed that. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know if it's dirty magic, but might be dirty magic. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. Maybe. There's definitely one of them where I was like, Oh, it's a fade out, which is unusual for punk. And then it's just and I was going to mention it, and then I was like, no, you just stopped anyway. Okay. <laughs> sure, why not? Because there's a fade out in We Are One as well. Mm. So maybe yeah, they were just yeah. like fading out because it got to four minutes, and you're like, you're not allowed to be over four minutes. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, they're, they're being played they're, off for Pennywise are coming on or something. Yeah, exactly. They've literally got like, um, like a, a four-minute song and a two-minute 32 song and everything in between, but never over four. No. To their credit, to their absolute credit. Yeah. I was going to say something else now. Yeah, I think they do it. Yeah, I think they do a good good job of coming through with their message on this one, mm-hmm. but doing it to awesome instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite funny how speaking about all the themes now, it's absolutely, yeah, come, brings back to 30 years ago, what's changed, like mm-hmm. overall, you know, mechanisms like media yeah. um, administration oversight may have changed, in, in, but it's... The systems the are same, all the, the systems, systems are the same. same. The systems yeah. are the same. The same people are running it. Yeah. Um, now, oh yes, what I was going to say was it must have been quite something. Imagine touring like and singing these lyrics all the time. Like you would have been very <laughs> much on a, could have been on a downer yourself if you've taken yeah. yourself too this seriously. And you're like this working, is... you know, hard to try but, and break but through. But then they get to play Burn like... It Up and that's just pipe tune. Yeah. It's like being just... an arsonist. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but, and that's, which we yeah, like, we've, we've talked about this before when an album has the callback to the album title. So that's mm. when they, he shouts Ignition. Yeah. And, and uh, then, but then it's all like, I'll dance around the pretty flames it's such a wonderful game and it's just like <laughs> so I, i'm assuming that he heard about an arsonist saw an arsonist or something happened and he just thought he'd write about it yeah. um but that's one that's not self-deprecating mm. so, yes sure yeah. but just back to what you were saying about like yeah like they're they're down um themes the themes yeah i think for this at least being in the punk band would be the the counter to that it's like yeah, yeah sure i'm gonna think about things that i hated about myself and about the world but I'm going to go out on stage every night and it's got to be fun because I'm, I'm going to be throwing it. myself around. Noodle's going to jump around. I'm going to see the crowd is all going to jump around. Yeah. It's interesting for me, like the idea of like really sad music wise and sad song wise. Like how do you, you must have some kind of structure set up so that you don't fall into a, into a spiral right. that you end up yeah. negatively impacting your own mental health by doing it. But for <laughs> up music, I assume part of it is like, well, it's a, it's a fun party that I get to have with my friends every night mm. and I'm singing about the things that are important to me. Yeah, yeah I know true. what. I mean, I, I think in a mosh pit, LAPD would just be mad. Bro. Yeah. Like it would be freaking... I think all, I think all of these songs. So sure. 2012, for the 20th anniversary, they were playing this album in full. In full. I I, that would be awesome. Yeah, like, would be you, like, you, imagine being like you from 1992, you were 15 yeah. and 16 and you yeah. get to like your mid-30s and you get to see this album played in full. It would have been awesome. It would have been amazing. That would be cool. Awesome, mm. love it. Cool. Final yeah. pitch, Grant. I think unless you've got anything final else. Final pitch. Add. No, I'm happy to go final pitch, and it's I suppose it's short and sharp. The the, the, the reasons behind choosing it is certainly themed um, for mine and had an influence uh, is as a South African in having having gone back. There was an adventure involved, and I think a lot of our our journeys um, around is, is is the hunt to to find what what's out there and what I haven't heard. This didn't. Um, I didn't find it by chance. There was significant intention um, in in getting it um, from the opening um, uh, statement, and then <laughs> amazing drum um, uh, drumming start of session right through to forever in a day. Um, it's fast. It's it gets you going. It's challenging and some serious themes with um, some pause for thought. And and now I suppose 
having discussed it even here, we've got to ask ourselves what what could we be doing differently, or, mm-hmm. or to, will it change? And and are we placing? Do we have misplaced faith? I don't know, but it's a great album to, as you said, listen to in the background if you're going to go and skate or just go and you know um, do something. But if you want to listen to some to to the lyrics, there actually is a lot of meaning and thought behind them as well, with you know book references, etc., mm-hmm. as well, and LAPD and um, you know drug drug addictions and self harm. So solid themes and great music. What else can I say, guys? <laughs> All in 37 minutes from an album that's it 30 is, is years old. Short and sharp. Yeah. yeah. Done. Yeah. Cool. So um, let's go with Liam. Let's rip the Band-Aid okay. man, the man who hadn't heard the album. So, what are your thoughts? I was primed not to like this album, right? <laughs> this is, like, I appreciate sk- your honesty. Skate really. punk is something that I don't normally listen to in general. It's not something that attracts my interest very sure. often. And Offspring have a reputation of being on the slightly dumber shall we say side of the sure. skate punk like it is cheesy and it's hooky and it's pretty fly for a white guy and serial pranks and all that other nonsense so i was like okay but that's fine because it's nominated so obviously i'm going to give it a fair go appreciate that and even michelle my wife was just like oh, oh okay so I was like, that's you know i'm gonna go in and the first couple of times i listened <laughs> oh, to michelle. it i did have it as background i was walking around or i was at work or i was doing things i was like okay this is pretty much what I expected. There's not a lot going on here. And then I sat down to listen to it properly and like actually writing down the themes and looking up the lyrics as they happened because I couldn't tell a lot of the things that he was saying just by listening sure. to it. I had to actually look it up. Yep. And then I'm like, holy crap, there's like mental health song, um, you know, song about a bad relationship with a woman. Hmm. There's a song about society pressures. There's a song about LAPD. There's a song about a friend who committed suicide. And this is like these amazing themes that I don't think most offspring non-followers would have any clue that yeah. they that they do so i was just like this is really really good i'm really really enjoying this and i had to go and tell michelle after i stopped listening i was like this album's really good don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't tell anyone but it's actually really good don't so yeah begrudgingly but we're doing a podcast begrudgingly yeah, yeah. i read so yeah i really liked a bunch of the songs that we talked about mm. the problem is the mm. first five songs and yeah. it happens elsewhere is all the music is just as fast as possible yeah and i I kept hoping that they would do more and they did do more in Dirty Magic and Hypodemic and a few other songs. But too much of the music for me was just so fast and just like that's, for me, that was all it was. Like it was just look how fast we can go. We can go super, super fast. I also didn't love the production. I thought, I was thinking about the other Offspring songs that I do like and the guitar is up way higher in the mix. And these ones, like the guitar, because it was so fast, I think if it was this fast and really high, you'd almost had a problem hearing anything else but because they dialed it back a bit i kind of felt like it was a bit strangled and not showing off one of their best things which is noodles amazing playing yeah so i can't i can remember some of the song from the vocal hooks yes but i can't remember any of the guitar riffs which is a problem for me because i think like it's you know you want punk music to be super guitar so i loved it way more than i thought i would and i'm almost (laughs) almost on the verge of like do i have to revisit like eight albums of offsprings like if no no, okay, that's good because so. I've got a lot of other stuff to do. Yeah. But I loved it way more than I thought I would, but I couldn't call it flawless. Thank you for your feedback, bro. We'll take it on board. Cool. That's good. I'm glad, And I'm glad you enjoyed it. And it was really good. And, I, like, and especially like, like that idea of like, oh my God, these guys have been singing about really important issues for 30 years. Maybe I do go back and listen to the self-titled one and like- I need to do that, sure. I like I like mm-hmm. Ixnay and I haven't Ixnay and Americana except for the couple of singles on Americana, but do I have to go back and listen to all of them again? Like even the songs that I don't remember that much. It's like, yeah. yeah, there's some real nuggets of gold in there, I'm sure. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. George. Whew. Hello. So uh, yeah, Offspring are definitely one of the bands that have been in my back catalogue of my life of um, going into, they were an easy gateway punk band. Like yeah. when you're the you know 12 or whatever and mm-hmm. you're listening and you're going hey i want to listen to something um and I, at the time as well i wasn't listening to the lyrical content for some of them just the hooks and i was singing along with the hooks whenever i was going clubbing when i was underage um and that was awesome and then yeah i remember loving smash and ixnay and half of americana <laughs> um uh, and uh go and going um, but Ignition and The Offspring, the first two albums, were like part of that journey of listening mm. to like, up to Americana, as I t- said earlier. Um, so cool. this was really, as Liam said, getting into it and actually getting into the themes, getting into the um, lyrical content and going on the journey that Dexter Holland was taking us on was 
way more impressive than I was expecting. Mm. Um, and I was kind of taken out because I knew he'd done stuff like the kids aren't all right. Yes. Like on the Americana. And that was yeah. a really powerful message. Mm. So stuff meant a lot to him. And I knew stuff about from like Smash in particular. So listening to it properly, um, unlike Liam, I heard the guitar a lot. Okay. I was like really there. I'm just with the guitar. And there's a lot of times where the guitar and bass play off each other really well yeah. and there's times where um dexter is playing with the bass and dexter is playing with the guitar um but he but and it's really interesting how they play off each other and i really love listening to what noodles is doing so um for, for me i like that was really cool so um playing it i also went back and listened to the back catalogue as much as I could because I kept going I want to listen to self-esteem <laughs> so I've been listening to that like as well um, but um, yeah I just again today was my final moment of going I'm going to do my final notes for this session and I fucking session. love this album yes. it's really good I think it's a really good album I think they hammer a shit ton into a short time excellent messages excellent music power punk awesome fun danceable ignorable or or deep diveable perfect um so i think that the offspring ignition is a flawless album thank you george Excellent. And I'm glad I went before her because otherwise there'd have been like way more pressure on her. No, uh, look, I'm, I'm, it's all good. And and I'm, I'm just, I'm actually really chuffed that you enjoyed it and got a lot more value mm-hmm. out of it than you initially thought. Yeah, so for sure. That's great. Thank you Thank, for nominating it. Thanks everyone for listening. That was Offspring Ignition. Uh, two out of three ain't bad, but it's not flawless. So we have a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are Flawless AMP and all of those. So you can join the conversation share or like our posts or give us a rating. Every little bit helps us find more music lovers like you. As mentioned, we also have the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash flawlessamp. If you'd like to back us, please check that out. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye.